we go on a deep level too, it shows that people who have such wildly different lives could also have many similarities. You know, of course. course. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is theory. It's a pond. Lock and more. It's a pond. How how about Loken? How about Loken more? Loken? Loken? Sure. What is it? Loken more. I I think it's Loken more. It's a pond? In Irish Gaelic. Correct. Okay. Why? Well, you mean why is he calling it that? Why is Kurt calling it that? Well, I have a feeling that, you know, you're, we're now going to be in Ireland and you guys have those really silly helmets on and I can't wait to talk about all of it. So here we are, we're in Ireland. We got the yeah, whole new right now, theme here song, we are. we'll talk it's about December it. December 23rd, right? Come on. Two days before those of you who celebrate Christmas, I do. Theo does. I do. Happy post Hanukkah. Happy holidays, everybody. I celebrate every holiday. We celebrate every holiday. So do I. Why not? Yeah, we do. My kids, uh, the kids at, at school, they, what I love about the schools out here in Austin, uh, they teach him everything. So he came home with a menorah. He's singing all his Hanukkah songs. He has all Kwanzaa artwork. He does everything. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. My kids had the same thing at their school when they were, yeah, when, when they were growing up in Pasadena. They celebrate everybody. I think it's fantastic. So different. Yeah, That's buddy. Really hey, so, yeah. please. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't even know what French was. And I come from, yeah. a, you know, an English-French country like Canada. But I came from Saskatoon, as you know, and there wasn't a lot of French, you know, speaking people then. So that was. I love it. Yeah. I, lo- I love that they do that now. But the point is, we're, we're two days out. And more importantly, and I think for a lot of people, a lot of people are looking forward to getting to a new year. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people are. Um, so, yeah, we're getting towards the end of, you know, a, a relatively tumultuous year. While there were definitely a lot of. Uh, uh, Bad things that occurred. There were some bright spots. Reaper reviews is, I feel like, kind of a bright spot. This thing came out of this. We wouldn't be. It doing certainly it. bright. Certainly brightened up my Wednesdays. Can you see my pal? You know, I get to almost touch you. Can almost punch you in the head right now. But I, you know, I get to hang with you and all our all our our fans and family and peeps that are watching. It's now all over the world. It's kind of a, a really. It's a cool thing, man. Under this cloud, this COVID yeah. cloud. Yeah. Do you think it's a coincidence that my hair is starting to look like Tig's? Quinky dink. I don't know, man, but it's something else. I don't know what kind of a mop you got taped to the top of your bean right now, but you are Tig Jr. You really are. You're a cousin of mine right now. You are thick. Yeah, you are. Look at it. You and I. We can't this is you, season three. Right season three, Tig hair. <laughs> I it's just got to get it the right color. Here. Like, I got to get more of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I'm starting to go gray finally. Don't worry, kids. I'll start to. I'll I'll, I'll I'll embrace the Tommy Flanagan gray. Oh. Who I just talked to the other day, by the way. Yeah, he's got it. Tommy's. All. He's as gray as. My it's all gray. He's all gray. gray. Yeah, and he's he's all pissed off that I, I said, "Well, come on, I might throw a little bit of dye down here, but I still don't dye my hair, which is amazing." You got to get the stick, the just for men thing they use when I when uh when we're at work. No, oh, yeah, I'm you know I'm well aware. No. I, I know all about it. I own the company. Okay. Like, like I, 
I made that company when I was three years old in 1961. Just for Men by Kim Coates, please. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we have, have we done, have we, <laughs> have we done this show yet where you, I don't think so, where you say no. shoe polish and you're. No, that's later. Oh, that that's was like season four or funny. five or six. <laughs> oh, that was fun day. Fun day. I think Darby was there that day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Speaking of Darby, he's in this. He has a big episode that we're doing right now. And and uh, so everybody knows this is pretty cool, right? We did a, uh, we're doing season three. Like we're rocking through season three. And uh, what a great idea. You came up with that last week. I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's eight, cool. nine, ten for sure. Like three in a row, like this. Let's go. And who knows? I mean, if this continues, and we'll see what the what the Sam Fam says here about. I mean, maybe when we start season four, we go in a row. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm just so freaking thrilled that we're doing it, and I'm glad that you know these are your rules slash our rules of how yeah. we wanted to do the first three. Yeah. But I'm I'm uh, I got to tell you, man. I never saw this show uh, in the day, but I sure saw it last night. Ooh. And uh, it's it's a long one, fifty seven minutes. Did you notice yeah, that without commercials? I did. Yeah, I'm on. I'm watching it on Hulu, and I was like, uh, this thing. But but again, uh, and we'll get into it in a second. Um, it's so funny because when we start getting into those later seasons, there's some episodes that are like. 120 or something there's like really long episodes coming up people have to take work off the next day it's too emotional <laughs> it's an hour 22 and they go what the fuck just happened there margaret like double the goddamn like children yeah yeah and i think you told me that the final final got split into two shows because it was so long yes i believe there are seasons where we did more than 13 well i think you're right we're going to find and then, out. And aren't then we? again, we've talked about it before. There are also those things that we did, those middle uh, things that we did in the summers, um, which are like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, which I don't even know where those are, to be completely honest. I would like to watch. I them. do. Oh, you do? I, where are you, oh, you, oh, you mean where you, can, where you can find them, you mean? Yeah, where do you oh, view I them? Have no, I have oh. no fucking idea. Oh. I, just know that we, I just know that we did them, oh, we did them. before Ryan season four. Them. Yeah, that's right. Before season four, while we were in prison for that year and a half, mm-hmm. we we shot. How many did we shoot? Do you think three, four of them? Three or four? Maybe four. It was a nice little director foray for those guys. Ryan did a great job on the one he did. Yeah, it was fine. We did one in the prison that we were in. I mm-hmm. think there were ones we weren't in. Like I think we oh, yeah. did two. Maybe I, I did two, and that's it. And there was four. I only did two. I did two. Maybe yeah, one. that's it. I definitely did the one in the prison where we were playing basketball and. That whole thing. Yeah. I had a cameo in one. I had a little cameo. I don't know if it was about Tara. I can't remember. Fuck. But yeah, so so there's a lot of other content. You know, I mean, I, I even saw uh, something online the other day about um, when you guys did that video for Charlie when he couldn't go to Comic-Con. Maybe you did that big thing where you were fanning him. Yeah. He was getting a massage yeah. or something. Yeah. Booney was smoking. Tommy was doing his nails. I had Crocs on with a feather. Oh yeah. You and I did no, a thing for you, the military. We did a boot campaign ad. We were in our gear. We were playing in our characters. We've done that. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? Those are th- that, that was a great thing that you and I did for the USO and, and all the boys yeah. and girls who are keeping us safe. And Charlie comes in at the end and Perlman was oh, there. Yeah, Remember that? We did that. Too. We all got in by character. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, in character. That was everyone, and everyone, everybody, like literally everyone who was on the show, Rap Boy, everybody. That was at the end. Yeah, we we've done we've done some cool stuff when we were actually in character, like wearing the you know whatever. Um, Yeah, because FX would allow us to do it. It was great that they they knew our charities meant a lot to us. So I would pay so much money right now. How much for what? To for see what? every single person, like right now, without giving them warning, if I said, hey, right now, guys, I know you all have your cuts. Uh, Tracy's going to meet us at the makeup trailer. Everybody get into your character right now. I want to see what you look like and how far different you look from when. How far were. gone we've all gone. <laughs> how far gone we've all gone. And everybody can do what they need to do. They get the tattoos. They get the hair dyed. They get whatever they do. Normal. I, I, I want to see. I swear to you. What a f- we got you. We're going to talk about Don Pagani. I think you're, you yeah, want to yeah, bring him up. Wait. We should. I mean, he's he's worth Showtime now, isn't he? He's with Showtime working? now. I think so. Don Pagani. Just for, if everybody's listening, he was our he was our boy, man. Pretty face. Dom was uh, publicity, uh, communications, everything at FX. He was our for guy. FX. Did all the shows, but he was really sons heavy. He us. was sons heavy, and he yeah. wasn't just. Um, he wasn't just uh, uh, like working for FX. He was like part of our crew. Like wherever we went, he went, you know, whether we were working or not, we were just always hanging out. He was with us all the time. He was our wrangler. <laughs> he got to try he was the voice and wrangle. Of he was the voice, he was the of, voice reason. of reason. Go to bed. Six o'clock, wake up. <laughs> put that, put that piece of pizza down. You got to get He's some He's a big sleep dog now. now at showtime. He's like a big dog. Yeah. I'm so proud so, of him. I, I love my so, missile. I would love, yeah, he listens to this. So you can tell him yourself, tell him you miss him. Oh yeah. You know, you were talking about, so we should do a Christmas card, you know, where we all sit on the table. We have to go to Kurt's house. Cause he's yeah. got the table. Yeah. We, we, we should just go and I'll sit there. I'll get dolled up. Tracy, get good lighting and yeah. See what everybody what looks look like. like. Yeah. Yeah. I would think it would be pretty fun. Yeah. I, it, like it a would charity be event hysterical. thing like for a charity or something yeah. you know, for, you know, cause I see a lot of these, I've been seeing a lot of stuff where, you know, for, for the Georgia thing, like the cast of elf will get together or, you know, they got the cast of the Goonies together or something. Now I know they're not getting into character, but I've also seen where on covers of magazines, like entertainment weekly, they'll bring them back and, you know, try to get them into character. And that was another thing. Let me tell you something too, that we've always talked about when we were doing the show and we never did. What did we always say we wanted to do and we never did was the magazine shoot. Yeah. With all of us. In suits. In suits. And, still the tats and everything, but still the tats, but Hugo like Boss, suits. whatever of just yeah. suits, man. In character, but in suits, like seeing the sons in suits. We I always thought that we got, the photo we got that close. It was unbelievable. In season five or six, Don Pagoni said we got that close oh. from all the, the top six guys on that show uh, being in suits in a dark bar s- setting cigars, like the smokes and the cash yeah, and the guns yeah, and the yeah. whole, like what Just, an epic, sh- like mind bender that would have been for fans. Cause they're used to seeing us like wearing a certain thing, but we'd be the same guys in character with all the guns, the money, the cigarettes, like in this dingy bar, but wearing top of the line, like I know, I know. suits. <laughs> Oh, man, never that so never bad. happened it's too bad yeah i mean i went to a couple of premieres with the mohawk because we would be filming when the premieres would happen of course so you'd almost look like you were in character when you went it was so strange of course well, well listen let's you. get into the pond let's all right so here we go let's talk about the pond and i hope you heard that that was your voice 
who said previously on. I know I sounded like it was a Theo Rossi, and it was you sounded just like yeah previously on. I was so nervous, probably. So yeah, can I do it again? Take seventy. No, it was great. It was great, great to fucking hear hear your voice, and it was a nice little tig. Um, it's actually I, I put it down as one of, like one of the greatest previously on ever. It was very yeah. well informative. Yeah. It was a bit long. I wonder if it was fifty seven minutes, yeah. but I liked how they set up Tig and Kozik because this season, now that I'm not going to Ireland, people get ready for that Tig and Kozik uh, conflict, and they went back a few seasons actually to show how I would never vote for him. And just to remind the viewers, Oh yeah, those two guys, here we go. This, is, yeah. this, this episode is the true beginning and the first mentions of things, which we'll get to. And so we, I, I wrote, and it's funny you say that I wrote, get to show the Kozik tension in the preview. So they're doing a big setup yeah. here. They're saying like, yeah. Hey, by the way, we're yeah. going to go on this journey because one thing yeah. that people need to understand about previews, if you're in the preview, it's going to be heavy on you. And if you're in the preview, it means that it's also a long staying thing. It's not just like something they're going to do for one episode. It means it's going to go for a little while. Right. That's um, interesting. I, I, I never put that together because yeah. I'm, they're not going I'm to waste the on the preview if it's a one. Yeah. Yeah. You're not thinking, you know what I mean? But I what I've noticed think. now in this Reaper review journey is that if cool. you come up in a preview, that's why. Do you know what's what's the thing that's been in the preview the most of anything that's ever happened? No idea. Okay, it's when Katie says in the beginning, "I hope he's following in the wrong, right footsteps." You know, the right father's uh-huh. footsteps and all that. So it's always leaning towards is Jack's doing the right thing. He's learning more right. about John. He's learning You're more right. about JT. He's learning. More. So that was always her biggest concern, which ultimately became the the plot line of the whole entire show. Right, John Teller. Uh, absolutely. Is Luke going to go to the dark side or not? You know, it was kind of like that. Exactly. So it starts with the beautiful Ireland, Irish countryside. Um, so that that was shot. obviously, we've not talked us. about this. We, we, you know, we, 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 that's right. But we've talked about how they sent a second unit over there. Yep. And Kurt knew what shots he needed what shots would be a bonus and then throw in some of these, that drone shot of the Irish countryside and all those riders mm-hmm. um, from up top, get the fuck out of here. That was beautiful, man. I want to move really there beautiful. tomorrow. Like it looks, it looks like a dream. Have you ever been to Ireland? I have not. I've been. You'll love it. You may not want to come home places. I haven't been there. It's amazing, right? Yeah. You'll go. Ireland's amazing. It's an amazing country. Flat but out. What's funny is very, very if different. you want, if you're watching this episode and you, what do you got your phone on? What is this? What is this? What is this amateur hour? I just heard you. What happened? I just heard your phone. Is it still going now? No, just shut the ringer. Can you we're hear it now? Episode, we're on episode 900. I just heard an email. Uh, or something. 644. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. Just well, here's my phone. Just for the volume. I, it's off. Okay. It's off. So, so listen to me. Let me go back to this. The funniest part of this episode. For me, beautiful drone, countryside, Ireland. It cuts to the real us. And you could like you could see we're in like Laurel Canyon in California. Like there's no beautiful green grass. You I, just, I didn't I didn't notice that so much. I just noticed I the did. different helmets. Just the helmets. Oh, the helmets. The helmets, man. That, I just couldn't. Maybe that's why they did the helmets on purpose, because that's the kind of helmets they wear over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Tone. 
But I didn't notice the country. I was just going, oh, fuck. Look at that. The coloring oh, God, was different. At, like it Boone. looked different. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I loved I loved that. I love that they did it. Oh, and uh, we'll get into it in a minute. Okay. So we cut to Cali. The shots are beautiful. Um, this was an opening music montage. We, this is, we always usually end the show on a montage. Always. Yeah. Is it, do you think yeah. it's always? Or there's some shows we don't end on. No. Music. There was one that we actually, it's the first one I remember. We had no song whatsoever. There was one show that we reviewed and I pointed it out in our Reaper reviews. There yes, was no song at the end of the show. just ended. Mm-hmm. So this one, which we also do occasionally, which is probably why it's a 57 minute episode. We started with a montage. I know. Fuck yeah, we do. We ever long ones too. So we got a double montage. We had a montage double. at the end and we have a montage yep. in the beginning. So um, great pond, that. great pond. It's going to be a great yeah, show, big show, great, great pond. song. You know, they're, they're letting you know, this is going to be a bigger episode and we're finally in Ireland. Ireland. It's episode exactly. eight and we're exactly. here. We've been talking about it for a long time. So one of the things I wrote, and, and this is something I want to discuss quick. Chibs has a big intro moment with the crew when we meet them, right? I think, and maybe it was a really big season for Chibs. I don't know yet until I watch it. Um, this could have been, this is obviously, this is where he's from. He was probably with them, right? At one point, Sam Bell, do we ever get he, He's, well, you know, he's, he's, he's Scottish. He's not Irish. He's Scottish. But he knows everybody over there. His, his wife is Irish. I mean, it, it's, it's, he's got a, a daughter who's Irish. Did so he live he in Ireland? Was he in he Sam Bell? Of course. He, I don't know if he was in Sam Bell. I, we might have to bring Tommy on a year from now. He's not going to know anything. He, didn't make, he won't, won't have a clue. He won't know so anything. He'll go, I have no fun. I don't even know how to say Sons of Anarchy. I don't even know. Was I in it? <laughs> uh, anyway, what? but what a great first scene for him. Eh? Nice, nice first scene, right? I yeah. mean, really. Yeah. And I, then and then we, we do the best thing. After we meet all these new guys, we're slowly starting to meet other people from the crew. We've already met McGee and, and O'Neill, but now we're going to meet these other people. But now we cut to you in jail with Unser, which I have so many questions um, yeah, go. about this. Yeah. I want you to talk about that scene. But I do have a question in the scene. When you leaned against the bars, <laughs> like your face is like halfway in. He, those are two really. Is that your first true scene with Unser? Just you and him? Probably. Yeah. We've had moments, but the boys have been around. Just me and Dayton. Yeah. Pr- probably. And I have a couple in this this season because I'm, I'm solo over there. Yeah. Pro- why probably. I love it. Yeah. Why I love it is I love when I watch on screen, two characters that are tr- not just polar opposites, but that complement each other. Well, like Tig is so out there and he's really starting to get to this strange place. Right. <laughs> and, and Unser is had it. He's had it with everything. And Dayton's uh, had it with everything. So Dayton Callie yeah. played this part beautifully because he's had it with everything Dayton did in real life. So <laughs> fuck, fuck that shit. But no, he um Tig and Unser, they 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 had that really good ham and egg stuff where Unser never ever liked Tig. He's just too much of a psycho. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't know I'm 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 Clay's guy. Unser's really a Gemma guy, but he, mm-hmm. he has to get along with Clay because he's in that pickle. But to have to have Kurt Wright, just me and him, and me sticking my nose on that that freaking bar like that, 
to half face, half, like a little dog wants out of the out of his kennel. Can I come out now? Want to go for a walk? Like one of those. Funny. And then the surprise that you get bailed out. Because why do you think that, right? Tara does it, which is yeah. great. Really great. But then there's also something happens that I had to write down, which is obviously you just making choices. Eggly walks away, and you they are cut eyeing it. her. They, oh, they they cut it. You should have seen what I did on that on, on that. Oh please! Tell I me. there's oh, another I, phone I, ringing. By the way, I think I don't. Now there's another phone ringing. I don't know what's happening in your home unless you're running like a telethon. On that phone, jeez, Diana, <laughs> I've got a million. Theo Rossi, we're live. <laughs> this is Reaper Review, season three, <laughs> the big pond in Ireland. Get the phone. Okay, anyway. Um, you know you know what I did, Theo? I swear to God. By the way, she I, will kick the shit out of you in three seconds. Wow. And don't blame me. How dare you talk that way? Anyway, um, <laughs> no, no. You, you know what I did in that scene? Egly. God, I, I, I love my, my, my girl from Saskatchewan, Maria yeah, Delver. Yeah, she's from Saskatchewan. We've yeah, she's from my province. Lo- lo- love her. She, she had like 27 episodes for crying out loud. Anyway, I looked at her and I... Did a little walk towards her. Gone. Gone. Didn't have time. 57 minutes. Gotta get gotta get rid of some of the comedy. Because I had just fun. kept like the stare. A little bit. Follow. Little, a little. Yeah. The stare. Little. Yeah. So I love that because again, those are those little nuances with Tig that you know we talk about with young actors. Like you, you never stop. Never stop. Like you, you're in the character the whole time, all the time, right? The and, whole and time. That, you and I, you and I did that every fucking episode, brother. So fun fact. The sheriff's yeah. office that you see at that moment yeah. is also the writer's room on the it show. It was the writer's room. No, that's right. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, because because no, you know we don't we, we don't we don't spend a lot of time in that. We we we're in Unser's office. We're in we're in Hale's office. Explain what the- I mean by that. What I mean by that middle part, the middle part that tigs in with Tara and Unser and Egley, that middle part. When I say that, it's the that, writer's room, explain what, what I mean by that. Okay, what Theo means by that is when we're not filming in that room, making it look like a charming cop shop, Unser's cop shop, that's where the writers are writing the scripts. That's where the writers are 24-7. Sutter's got that one over there, over there. Everyone's got their little, and they meet and have coffee. And then, by the way, tomorrow we're filming here at noon. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Then they got to put a few more cop shit up on the wall and stuff. And then they film and then it's done for another two weeks or a week. Or- think about think about that now in today's time. Here we are, one of the biggest shows on television. And literally, instead of building an extra set, <laughs> we're kicking the writers out of rooms to film scenes. And that's and, what and we all say. Sons was like a low-budget independent TV show, which is crazy. Listen, bro. Listen. That, that room, that room is the room that I had to go and we see Kurt the night before we reshot the pie and there was people moving around. They didn't even see me. I wasn't even there. They were moving around cause it was full of hubbub and writers. And so we had no money back then. No. I mean, we had money, but not like the seventh season, the sixth no. season, you know, and then they realized that that room was so perfect for the cop. Why change it? Why move why it? Change it? Why go rent a place? Why go, why go exactly. build a stage? Just do it in here. So I love that fun fact about that because it made me think about that. And then, okay. So now here's all the boys. We cut back to Ireland. Um, what the fuck? We're having a fight like, with the police. Oh, just like that. 
Just the like nationalists, the the, the 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 Protestants are coming provos. down with their. They say provos. Yeah, yeah. Just the pro, you know, they're they're the, you know, they're loyalists. Pro, they say the a lot pro, of things pro, that I, I need to know the, more they're, about. They're the Protestants. They're not the Catholic. The Southern Ireland. They're North, like Belfast. Is Belfast split into two? Kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, the one, one's loyal. The loyalists are loyal to England, and the the, the others are Roman Catholic loyal loyal loyalists yeah. to, to Ireland. And they, that's why they fought and, you know, IRA, it's, it's, it's got its own history, but those cops come out of freaking nowhere. And I forgot that that happened. No, I don't, I was there and I don't remember. I mean, right. I mean, what, right away, gunshots. What the fuck? I knew while I was watching it, you start to get like flashbacks, almost like you're having an acid flashback. You go like, you're like, uh, I know Gemma does something like this is what I was thinking. I know she does something. But I didn't know she, what she does. Does she pull a gun? Does she grab like a machine gun? I was like, something happens. And then I see she guns it. But here, this is what something, <laughs> the other thing, people have to realize, I have a lot of black and whites from that day, photos that were sent to me because there were 900 people on set. Literally, I, that's not, I, yeah. I might be obviously exaggerating by a couple of hundred, but there were so many people, yeah. so many actors on yeah. set. Yeah, a lot of a lot of extras. Everybody, and those are the most complicated days because we were. I was mowing my grass in my LA home. I I was never there in Ireland. You guys were doing your thing in Laurel Canyon at all. No, this was a A lot of people. Athea, what were those days like? Hot. you know, trying to compli- find some green grass complicated because you're on location. Um, the bathrooms are usually super far away. Right. And if you're like me, you remember that I was completely crazy. I'm one of these guys that has to pee like every 14 seconds. And so I just have, we were running and taking the eight, a lot of trees, a lot of trees, a lot, lot of behind trees. Um, yeah. And a lot of new faces, a lot of new people, a lot of people trying to, you know, everybody's trying to fit in. Um and trying to like you know they don't know get some, the get some screen time get some screen time they're just trying to get I, some I got screen it. time <laughs> and they don't know if they're going to be on for like uh one episode or a hundred episodes and then what's his name's uh the the young kid I'm going to mess up his name he's such a sweet kid is Peter O'Toole's son oh who's he that? play again I the remember that kid. just now. Yeah, that Chib says. Um, uh, oh, good I to see here, good you. Here, you're in. you're in nappies. Good. Yeah, that that Peter was Peter O'Toole's son. Amazing. I mean, one of Peter O'Toole's. I never, I never, I never worked with him. Ever live? For sure. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Isn't that amazing. I, I, I forgot that. So I remember, like you know, I met him. He was super cool. We all hung out. He used to come around all the time. He'd come with us to you know uh, to the bars and to to whatever. But he was fucking Peter O'Toole's son. I remember. Oh, uh, that's right. He nuts. did come out with us a couple of times, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So did, so again, did Tommy know him from before? Tommy Flanagan? Did he know him? No, from but I think it was no. one of these things that, like, again, everybody's trying to fit in, and we're so tight. We're so tight. We've talked about this before. We're like a we were. That's like the tightest we'd ever been. You know, season three was like we're all, we're together all the time. Oof. So these guys, all these new this new charter that is now they're not they're not the grim bastards. They're not the minds. They're going to actually be around with us. They're part of Sons of Anarchy. They're going to be around all season. They're trying to yeah. like, kind of hang out. No, that's more. right. That's right. 
That's so they right, would like bro. try to come out with us at night. They were, and when I say try, I just mean like it's harder. It's it's hard. We're we're so tight that it was hard to kind of. So there were certain people that made it through and certain people who didn't. Um, but he was one that made it through. Uh, did you get so your text? Did you get your text? I didn't get my text. Are they going? Where are they going? Are they going for a beer? Are they going out? Do you want to let me know? Now, that was like pre. Uh, like that smartphones like just came out. So I mean, oh, that was barely like a whole different world. So here comes the notorious Irish SOA opening song. Okay. So what do we think Did about you listen that? to it? Of course. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I got to tell you, I think it's great. I, <laughs> and partly it's great because I'm so fucking sick and tired of ours. I mean, I, I, I go to sleep at night and it's still in my head. I mean, and I love they it. They could and, have and, played anything else. They could have played I Love Lionel Richie. They could have made him sing the SOA song. <laughs> I could have played. It could have been Benny and, and the Jets from Elton Benny John. And whatever, the Jets, whatever they fucking Lisa, wanted. Lisa Lisa, Cult Jam, whatever it is. I would have been into it. I just didn't <laughs> want to hear the song again. If I hear I, that song and I'm out, I actually get frustrated. The SOA song, the theme. People, people have seen me, and I know that we have so many listeners and watchers now. Yeah, I, they've seen me at certain events, whether it's a charity or a signing, or and they they think it's such a great kick because the fans love it, and I I get it, I get it. But I go from to that, yeah. like I go not not again. Not again. You know what I think about? I would think that it's like someone who has a one-hit wonder, a singer, and they're sure. like, yeah, you, oh, you're playing the show tonight? That's great. Yeah, yeah. So when are you, when are you going to play like you yeah. know, that song? You know, whatever that is. Whoever yeah. had a one-hit wonder. You know, uh, who, who let the dogs out? That was a yeah, one-hit Yeah, or right said Fred, the- uh, <laughs> I'm too sexy <laughs> for my shirt. You know, yeah. Like, when are you, yeah, yeah, when are you playing too sexy? Like that's, yeah. that's it. That's, that's all they, they play want. ever. Yeah. And That's they're like, no, they we want. have That's... we have twenty other songs, and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. That. No, that's, that's how that's... it is. That's how it is. Anyway, right here. Did, 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 okay. So anyway, so so they play that. Come on, we've got about an hour left here. I know. Come on, let's go. So we we now happy. Uh, when he says to happy, happy shoot that cop, and he says, oh yes, I will. It reminded me of what a physical show we were on because he throws that guy oh. out of the van. And people are getting thrown to the ground and whatever. The reason I bring this up is because I, I, it, for a second, like my hip hurt. And I was like, oh, I remember like you, it was such a physical show. Like all the time you were getting, even if it was off camera, we would be wrestling. And, like everybody and, would be fighting. And other than Kenny Johnson, almost breaking my neck, yeah, we would all want to do our own stuff. Yeah. Oh, I can yeah. fall. Oh, I yeah. can get punched. And, and we all wanted out. We were doing sumo wrestling, fucking yeah, around. Everything. Remember those? Everything, yeah. you know, but try not to break something, people. Everything. Try not to. I was always safety first, trying to keep everyone somewhat corralled. But, oh, DL, when, when you said, DL, could you jump over the tree, pick him up, shoot him twice, and then where? When? Even, now? even like dumb things, like everybody be like, crack my back, crack my back, right? And you oh, do the thing yeah. where you like cross your arms, you crack. And, and yeah. Opie, like, crack my back. I'm like, Opie, you're, you're the size of Harry and the Henderson. I can't. <laughs> I, I, when I go to crack his back, now mine's out. So yours no, mine's out for mine's weeks. Out. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So, so here we go. This is it. We get to Kozik and Tig. And uh, this is the first time we hear thinking about her. I haven't not thought about her. Yeah. Every day. I'm going 
Tell me about everything. What did you I'm know? Just gonna, Tell me I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep it short, but the, but our our peeps need to hear this. So, I was told in season three I wasn't going to Ireland, but no one's going to Ireland really. So, Coatsy, keep your snot in a, in the, in your nose because they're not going to Ireland. You'll see Theo and Ronnie and Charlie nightly because they're staying in 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 Laurel Canyon and uh, you know on on the set, so they're not going to Ireland. Fine, he said, but get ready. For Kozik, you and Kozik, we're gonna we're gonna find out your past wife. And he this is what he said. It has something to do with Missy. That's and right. I, I I don't think I it's just you know you don't say uh, there's anything. no there's no not yet. Not one day I don't think about her. So when I read that, I start going like this. Okay, Kurt, so anyway, no, I I, I we're not gonna we're not sure yet. No, well, what do you mean? So can I just make a suggestion? I said, maybe it's, I had a little sister. I had a little sister that Kenny dated. I had a sister and he dated her and he fucked it up. Or he did something that, that I couldn't, you know, he goes, yeah, that's cool. And then I, the next day I go, how about this? I go, yeah, that's cool. But, and we'll wait till we get to it. But that was the beginning of. Oh, so you don't know at this point. No, not a clue. Wow. This has been Kenny and I to this day. When we get, I'm going to save it for when we get to the day where I get to see Missy and the whole world gets to see what Missy, and I'm going to tell you what Kenny and I said when we found that out. It was amazing. I'm going to tell but, you, but super cool, by the way, that, I mean, hard for, obviously <clears throat> actors could look at it both ways, right? You want to know, of course you want to know, but you just have to make it an object that's important. Something that you, a person, a relationship, whatever that is, right? Or something that you lost. It could be, it could be before you, Missy could be a statue. It could be a person. It could be whatever. Right. But the point is it was something that f- impacted you greatly. What I think is so cool is that I remember people being like, what is this? Who is the, her, what is it's gotta be his ex-wife. It's gotta be this. It's gotta be that. Right. So now right. you have an audience going on right. this journey. I talk in water cooler talk. That's what sun. That's did great. So well, so here we go. We got that. Um, it's a big hugging episode, by the way. I just want to get into this. Everybody's hugging everybody at all times because there's so many people. Um, we keep going through Ireland with the beautiful cinematography, which I thought was amazing what they shot there. So Jimmy is starting to unravel a little here, Jimmy O. He's starting to – things aren't going as planned because the cops, it didn't work, right? They tried to – he thought it was, they were going to come. They were going to get us out, potentially execute us, whatever was going to happen. It's perfect. It's perfect. He has become our villain. Correct. Jimmy is now the real villain. Yeah. And Sutter's laying it out there perfectly because it's not going his way. Because and- he wasn't the villain up until a few episodes ago. When, when, he, when we saw he was working with McGee, he's the villain. Correct. Hmm. Well, for sure. And also, and, and the kidnapping of the son, and that was Cammy's fault. But, oh, my God, it gets a little bit more crystal clear by the end of this episode when the father telling everybody exactly what's going on. It was, it was a nice little recap. So we cut to you. And when I say you, I mean Tig pretending to be a mechanic. <laughs> um, you're in the garage. <laughs> I could have been changing the oil. I was trying to take a tire off, but I, I could have been looking at a dipstick. All, all, all I know, all I know is I always had a, one of those pink little uh, rags that they yes. threw around. I always yes. wanted one of those because yes. I just want to make sure the hair was out of the face and make sure my hands were dirty. And I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Not a clue. 
but then you're and then you the, the the point of the mechanic scene is so you don't have a wrench or a screwdriver or something you're looking for and Kozik does and we're just going to show that these give me it ex-wives are bitter yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> yelling yeah. at each other that's all right. the time all the time here we go here we go so nice and there's and there's the fight right you guys now it's we're going to continue to perpetuate this beef that you two have together and we're gonna, we're going to get the audience to kind of come on in and go there's something going on between these guys we've been hyping it for a while but now we're going to really get to it yeah yeah that's right which is great by the way because it's too perfect it's a good setup yeah, yeah it's a good setup so then Tara and Lila, at the same time, they have this coincidental convo, right? Because Lila basically says, I want to do this. I need a doctor recommendation. And Tara happens to be going yeah. through it. And you start to see yeah. that common ground. That's good writing. It's just good writing. And also, did you see the way it looked? It was uh, yeah. cinematic. Yeah, super like cinematic. The, low, like low, up. Super, shot. supernatural yeah. lighting outside. Mm-hmm. All the right lenses. My God, it looked like we were in, I don't know, like a, a movie from the 70s with rich 35 millimeter. It was beautifully shot. I also but think I, that if you go on a deep level too, it shows that people who have such wildly different lives could also have m- many similarities. You know of course. Of course. I love that. Tara's got a tattoo in her back. Tara fell in love with Charlie when they were 14 years old. Yeah. Tara became a doctor, but she's from the hood. Yeah. And 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 not all sex workers are from the hood. They right. can they can read Shakespeare and do nightly stand up. Right. You don't you don't know. And that's why I love those two getting together. Like I I forgot what we find out in 20 minutes here, but what why, you know, what's going on with those two, but it was a nice it was a nice time for those two to get to know one another a little bit. And it built and it builds up. And, and again, what he always does so well, it humanizes Lila's character. You start to really get to know yeah. her, which means, you know, you start to care about her. And ultimately, what do I always say? You can't if you don't care about the characters, you know, uh, Lila really does kind of step forward. Yeah. You know, pretty heavy uh, yeah. from here on out. She's going to be Opie's kind of you know, new right, the partner for, for the journey. Right. So yeah. then now we get to Darby and Hale conspiring hails hails another bad guy he's a another little bad guy dang. for sam crow yeah he's he, a bad he's guy. just a bad dude man he wants to change that town how how dare he and darby this horrible guy kind of coming off like a bit of a good guy right isn't that weird the guy you uh, hate is that the scene where so yeah and is that the scene in where hail in the car and he puts the money on the car and, and yep and and I love I love when Darby goes. What if I don't want to do this? And Hales says, "We'll leave the money in the car then." You know, like, and he, he couldn't do it. He had to take that money. He had to go try. He did a good actor move, which I always I love when people do this. Is uh, you don't and he talk, we talk about it. We just we just referenced it with the Eggly and Tig scene. But uh, so he opens the door to get out with the money. And he's still in character because he doesn't immediately walk away and close the door. Where in real life he actually. That's his last moment to throw the money back. So he gets out and instead of just a person who might give up on the performance and say, I'm out of frame, my face isn't in frame. I'm just going to leave. He stops. So even though it's just on his legs and through Jacob's yeah, it's face, it's he still stays there. So, and, and that's why I love Mitch who plays Darby. He's just a fantastic actor. He's, great. Um, He's a great guy too. So, uh, 
Juice comes in. They're all at the table. Yeah, what's going says, on? Juicy? We got company. You're the, you're the king of that. You're the king. I'm finding this out. You're the king first of three seasons. That's all I did. That's all I did. The first three. Pizza's seasons. here. The, the, yeah, table. If, if pizza table. was being delivered for Sons for Sam Crow, I would be bringing it. In no, no one could do it at the level no. of professionalism that you did, though. No. Like you, you hit it out of the park. You one shot. They gave you one shot. No. Guy Ferland directed this episode. Yeah. We love Guy. You love Guy. He said, come on, Theo, one take, one you're good. We got to go. We got to go to lunch. You got one take. <laughs> Hurry up. Where's the camera? It doesn't matter. Just do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter. Do it. Just shoot it. And, and then here's what I would love for someone to count. The first three seasons before Juice did anything, how many times did I come and knock on the door and tell somebody <laughs> somebody's here? We should have been counting. How many already. times did I bring information? Nah, you do a lot fucking more than that. But you did that really well. You did that really doorstep. No but one he else needed someone to do it. He needed to throw Juice. someone lines, and Come I on. was the guy. Where so, are we? But Where here's are we? what's funny: Juice comes in, yeah, and he comes out like he's MI6. He's got the gun. You know, I come out. Everybody's behind yeah. me. I'm coming out like ready to go. You know, yeah. Like, and you have, and I'm you a marksman. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> He looked like you're a marksman. You're a Delta Force operator. No, no, it was awesome. (laughs) So then, so then we get to meet Chibs's. uh, You know, we get we see Fiona, who we've met already. Yeah, daughter. We get Fee, and we get his daughter, Kettyan, and we get to meet her. And uh, and then the music takes Chibs out with hugging his kids. And again, always remember everything's done on purpose. Why are they showing that relationship? Why are they yeah. spotlighting Chibs? Why are they showing Fee and Carrie Ann? Because things, something's going to go wrong. That's yeah. that's why. So um, the try for the joke in the next scene, I'm going to tell you the try for the joke. Who's, who's, where are we, Thea? We're in the what room. Scene? We're all sitting around. Fee and Carrie Ann have to go back to the, back to the church. Uh-huh. And the guy, whoever uh, Kellen's right hand was, the guy who's their driver, the guy who dropped them off in the van. Yeah. They have to leave. And someone says, can't they just stay? Yeah. Can't they just stay? Somebody says, we'll take them back. And the guy says, the the, the bald uh, bodyguard type guy. Yeah. Are you guys armed? And there's the moment no, no, for the no, Charlie no. Chaplin moment. The- <laughs> okay, now I know where we are. I need, uh, yeah, oh, here it is. I go, ha, ha, ha. When the Irish flag it goes, are you guys armed? Everyone flashes guns. Boone does that, you know, that cool Elvis silly. thing with, with his, silly. silly. It, the whole thing's silly. <laughs> the fact that they put a camera on every single person to show their gun, that was their attempt at a humor moment. And it's yeah. silly. Yeah. But, I get it. I get it. Because again, we used to talk about a lot of the humor stuff they were getting away from. They still have to keep it light. But that was that moment where it's like, <laughs> and everybody's doing their thing. And it's, it's silly. But point is they stay, we're going to take them. Um, okay. Darby and Lumpy. Now this is a great scene, by the way. Okay. Darby so this Lumpy. scene, yeah, this scene right here, I'm telling you, um, it just goes to show you Darby with what he's got on his chest now with that white, white power shit and lumpy who's, who's a Jew who's got this gym that everyone knows and loves. Mm-hmm. He, the way he talks to Darby, Darby used to be a good kid. Mm-hmm. He used to be a good kid back in the he's day. He, 
He was a good kid. That's why he's still talking to him. And, and Lumpy being uh, he shows off his you know concentration camp mm-hmm. stamp, and he just goes, you know that stuff on your chest. What happened to you? You lost you your. You don't way. intimidate but, me. But you don't. You don't scare me. Doesn't intimidate. Just, I, I've known you since you were a child, Darby. You've lost your way. Now, are you coming here to box? Because I'm done talking to you. It was a great, great fucking thing. And boy, oh boy, I mean, yeah. It's, a great, it's it. a great scene. And again, it's these little movies inside of the movie that they do yeah. so well, right? These little movies with these great actors that they do inside of the movie. So yeah. now, now we go right from that to another one. Right. And, and we go to Gemma and Maureen Ashby. Right. And, and, and Jack and Jackson reveal. Trinity. Yeah. The, 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 the four of them is beautiful. It's beautiful. But in this scene where she wakes up, right. Cause uh, on the couch. Yeah. Bad neck. My neck was gone when I watched that last I was, night. I'm, I can't sleep on a couch. That's it. It's very uncomfortable. I, good for her for being able to act after that. Katie. Yeah, I mean, you could good job. sleep, but yeah, it's a, I, I do fall asleep on the couch every night too, but I got to get right up. Um, Megan's out there all night. Got to be careful. I got to tell you, I don't even wake her up. I just, no, I let, her let it go. Yeah. I want the bed to myself. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I got beds all over this house. I don't know about oh, you. Yeah. But. Oh, honey, I got that one tonight. Oh, I, I'm good over there tonight, honey. <laughs> Play pick a good- yeah. So, <laughs> so she gets up, but what we do get into there is we fully reveal more of the backstory, right? Uh, of what's going on here between Maureen and we get to learn a little about John when we learn about Trinity. And what it, what it told me at that moment was how important this season was to Kurt. So when a lot of people did criticize why we went there, he needed to do this for the greater picture of what he was painting this was a very important thing because of the john teller backstory because of all this stuff that we needed to know about what went on in ireland right so now it made me understand the backstory more and why he was so uh you got it you You got it you got it to go there no i from seeing it i love it because i was never in those scenes but 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 uh, when we were in Charming, it was we. But Ireland was a whole mystical yeah. thing with, and I had my own shit with Koza going on. Yeah. Of course, I read the scripts. Of course, I knew. It. But to see it, to see uh, Gemma's real, you know, coffee instead of tea, she'll yeah. have it. It's got to be coffee. Um, it was great. Trying it just to shows the juxtaposition. Yeah, the, yeah, the it's, too, it's, yeah. Be- it's it's beautiful. So then, in that same breath. Trinity is sweet on Jax because she has no idea that that's her half brother. Right. Um, and of course, who comes in doing the looky Lou juice comes in. Juicy pants. Ready to go. So no, but you were that you had the same. I, I just, I just thought of it. Now you had the same type of look that I had back in the cop shop 20 minutes earlier yes. with the cop that you had with, with like, who's that? I gave her the look down. I was like, what went on in here? Yeah, what's going on in here? Get frisky in here? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, no, beautiful. And that that, again, now you're selling it to the audience because now the audience is going, wait a second, don't hook these two up like this, you know. And again, this is uh, the the I call it the Mister Furley from Three's Company, you know, when he's listening (laughs) and everything's wrong. You know, it's like he heard wrong. He only heard a no. Yeah, go back out the door. You can't hear that. Okay, so Tig and Kosick are about to box. In Lumpy's gym, he throws the glove at you. Well, first of all, it. one, 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 one little thing before that happened. I had a, a little scene with Chucky in the garage, 
and the phone, the phone's ringing. It's lumpy oh, wants to talk. Yes. And I, I remember we didn't have a lot of time Yes, and it was going to be a master. And I remember scaring the shit out of Michael because I added move, move, like move, it's lump, move. And, and Michael, like, and I didn't give him any room. So we had to like squeeze. It was fucking perfect. And it's in there. That's the point. Oh yeah. That all made it, uh, made it all in. I mean, it's written. Like you, you, just you, get- you responded to lumpy's thing, which showed you our loyalty to lumpy. And it shows that like, he's the old timer. He's been there longer than we have. Maybe, you know what I mean? He's been and that's, that's, that's right. He has, it's like Floyd, the barber. It's the things that, I mean, we, we only talk about, People sometimes only want to talk about the guns or the this. We we actually love the community as, as a club, and we're trying to keep we, the community. We're, we're trying to point. keep it. Though the, that's exactly right. So, um, yeah. So now love it that. goes to we're in the gym. You get in there. You're talking to him, and you're assuring him that everything's going to be okay. Yeah, we can. And that we, you're going to leave. We, we can move right on. We can just move on. But I got to say one thing about that scene. I was just so freaking grateful. That Kenny and I didn't have to duke it out again. I was going to say, I wrote it. Like, I'm going, come on. Next, look at the surgery. Look at the, had the, you know, it didn't quite, he's a gorilla. He's a gorilla. And he's a great boxer. And he's a really good, and he was dying to duke it out. I, I just oh. knew he was. Oh, yeah, I would have yeah. to, like, I would have had to have jumped him from behind and yeah, try to get my neck choke around, him. Yeah. choke him out. That's the only way. Yeah, but Kurt, he would have tried to break your ribs. Kurt, Kurt knew better. We've already, Kenny's we've a already. Silverback. He knew, yeah. yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> He is a silverback. So we cut to us already having fought, which is great. Anyway, which is going. amazing, right? Okay, so um, now here we go. Drive the by on the crew. The shootout. The shootout. Yeah. Can you do you remember that night? Can you tell me what happened? Uh, I wasn't in the van. Oh, you weren't in the van? No. Because there's a lot of guys in the van. I wondered if you were in the van. I wasn't. No, no. I, I somehow got tasked with staying back, which was just quite all right with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was. That was a Friday day for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, Sam Bell is covering it up. Um, and that made me think, like, again, that's a big Chibs moment because it's Fiona. It's Carrie Ann. They're in the thing. That's a big yeah. Chibs moment. It's playing into... Yeah. The chip story. Look at, were- look at you. Look at you talking about themes. Yeah. Themes of the this show moment. that we might have forgotten about or were so subtle and so well acted that, that you don't talk about them. But this is a chips thematic. Get yes. ready for the end of this season. Something's going to go down. We don't know why, but these are little nuggets that Sutter and continues listen, to throw. This definitely was a big season for chips, right? We all know the ending. We've already done the episode of you know with him and jimmy o but there's a part of me that believes this was a moment where they were really pumping chibs up to kind of the front of the line um and i wonder if it played out the way they thought i don't know but here this episode is really they're saying like we're gonna focus on chibs a lot we might not have done that for two and a half seasons we're gonna do it now and uh i'm curious i'm always curious in storyline if they if they got to where they wanted to or if it became less than, or if it became more than, you know, and, and I could see in these little moments, like I'm saying them, whenever you're cutting away from someone and the cameras on them, they really want you to press that character. So I think this was the beginning of Chibs's kind of rise because really for the last couple of seasons, it was me and Chibs. You know what I mean? He gets blown up by I, a car at one point or something happened. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I do. Um, oh yeah, of course he does. But, uh, Tommy, I really feel Tommy Flanagan 
uh, started to come to play yeah. and started to get more sleep at night, started to not, cause he's so anxious guys, such he's a heart, heart the size of gold, but he's a lot, he's a lot. And, and yeah. sometimes he would just get a little, and he, he came to play in season three oh, yeah. and he's, he's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. And yeah. when, when they wrote for you, brilliant. When they wrote for Tig, brilliant. When they wrote for yeah. Booney, br- but you can't write for all of us all the time. But when they started to write for Tommy, I think he calmed himself the fuck down. And started taking care of himself and hit it out of the park. Yeah, every time. And this this was this was one of them. So now we go to Margaret and uh, Margaret and Tara. Um, so this is funny. Someone told me online they made a lot, uh, not just one, a bunch of comments that uh, she's not actually Katie's sister; it's her sister-in-law. Did you know this? Yeah, I did oh, know, I that. know that. I thought it was her yeah. sister. Well, her sister is the co-writer. Sure. Liz Segal, that, I know that. Yeah, Lizzie. But McNally's, I thought, actually a cousin. It's a s- sister-in-law. Somebody said sister-in-law. Okay. So Could be. I mean, who knows if these, they know what they're talking about in the comments. But they, multiple people said it was her sister-in-law. Yeah, it's not, his, I, it's, it's not her real sister. I don't think it's his real, real her sister, sister. But she's she's involved in the family, and she's a fucking great actor. And right now, she's, she's my favorite character. Right now, she's, she's become my favorite, my favorite character. character. I don't know what she's the hell happened. She's got so much going on that every time she comes on screen, there's a lot going on, and that she's... She's turning the corner, and uh, and again, I'm I'm glued when she comes on. So she has that great little scene with uh with Tara, and and she's basically, and I love that where she's like, "Is your friend need some time?" Yes, you got it. I got it. You got it. Right. She's going. She's like, oh, whether we're really is- talking about your friend right. or not, right. and then she gives her some advice. You know, if it was you, just say, "Yeah, I'm not sure I'd keep that baby." Yeah. I'm not sure just because the environment might not be the kind of environment. And by the end, Tara is like gab smock. She's listening to her going, fuck off, but you make a lot of sense. Don't want to <laughs> listen to you, but I will. I'm a doctor, but fuck you. And Tara's just like looking at her like, what the hell just did she just say? And she proved herself the second she came in. She said, I gave my, I gave my, uh, my yeah. statement and I, you know, I held my end of the bargain. Right away. So she's really becoming like, she goes from this pain in the ass, bad character to like kind of a hero in a way. So it's I'm cool. loving her. So Hector and Hale meet up trouble for everybody. So and Jose Pablo coming. I in. forgot that. Me too. I forgot that, 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 um, that he starts working with Hale or, or he's about to, I yeah. forgot that. Yeah, me too. So okay. uh, there and it then, is, right? They meet up and he's going to start causing some ruckus back in Charming where you are. We're, we're thousands and thousands of miles away, so we don't know about it. Um, Here we cut to after their meetup, we know something's going to be bad. He offers them two grand now, two grand later, whatever. We go to one of these big outdoor ruckus parties. Question. I have talked. Oh, God. Question for you, because you were there, and you had a nice little yeah. moment with a little Irish yeah. class. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. had those big-ass parties, and we had the same crow eaters, beautiful girls. They came in. They had all fun new. with us. That's what I wanted to know. All new. Were these all – please tell me they were all new. They, uh, they didn't want to – Sure. Get, yes, but right? but but have you ever seen the movie The Game with Michael Douglas? No. Uh, it's one of Fincher's Good, right? greatest movies. Yeah, it's probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, I, I watch it all the time. 
It's well, uh, Sean Penn, Michael Douglas. If if you're still watching movies, I know I know that they're hard. I to don't, watch. but yeah, meaning. But, but if you are, go back and watch that because it's a great film. And why are you um, bringing this up? Okay, I'm going to tell you because there's yeah. something that happens, and it's a game, and they use a, a lot of people who you think are real are actually extras. Spoiler oh, alert, or whatever. If you look in the scene, you will see some people that are wearing cuts and you will see some people that have been on the show before as other extras. If you're eagle eyed, if you've been there like I have and you have, you will see some of the guys that you go, oh, wait a second. I know that guy. He was in he was in a mall scene we did or he was in this. Now he's now he's wearing a Sam Bell cut or that girl was in a crow eater party. There's some for sure. We definitely doubled up. But there are a lot of new ones. It was right across the street from our studio in uh, North Hollywood, literally right across the street. I remember the day well, because it was the first time I met Charlie's brothers. They came to set that night. Did they? Yeah, we took a bunch of pictures cool. on top of the uh, police trucks and um, cool. the Irish cool. police trucks. Yeah. And um, and everybody was there. And that was Fight Club night. Yeah. It was Fight Club. And DL Take was shirt super off. hyped. Yeah. That he was going to be after jerks. So he was ready to go. And uh, and Jax is a fucking rock star in that scene, man. He's a rock star. He puts his hair up. Puts got that back up. tattoo. He's in great shape like you. Yeah, He's not eating he's potato chips like me. He's not eating anything. You know what and I mean? Like ripped. I'm playing a fat buffalo mobster right now. Just finished, by the way. You should see what I gained for that guy. Okay? Oh. Like Anyway, Charlie's. Cut, ripped. Superhero. Like there. He looks like an action. What a star. fun night, eh? What a fun night that must have been. It was a fun night. There was a lot. It was super late. I remember it super late. Like it was a Friday for sure, as we always did with the parties. And um, it was a lot going on, a lot of stunt stuff, but a lot of people. So what happens is when you have, I mean, there had to be over a hundred people there. Oh, for sure, Theo. They play Easy. music. Yeah, what people don't understand when you're doing these big scenes, and you know this, you've been in the business 93 years, is they yeah. uh they play music. Yeah. Before they call action. So they go, here's what it's going to be like. And they'll play like anything. They could play the Commodores. They could play anything. They play it to get everybody going. And then as they call action, they shut the music. But you have to keep going. Yeah. (laughs) So glad you're bringing that up. I've done 140 movies. I know that. But these people, that's, and, okay, music, everybody, dance, dance, and action. Silence. And shut the music. And let's make it more awkward. You're cheering for the fight. But don't speak. Yeah, Mime it. Right. So they right. go, ah, rah, rah, and then they go, we're going to call action. They're like, ah, rah, rah, action. They go. <laughs> so they're not, they're still moving <clears throat> and cheering, but they're not saying anything. And it's because they need the sound of the people who are actually mic'd and acting in the scene. So it's completely awkward. And it's why I have such a hard time watching film and television now, because all I do is stare at the background. That's yeah. all I do. I How are they doing it? Are they doing well with that that background? Yeah, go, they're not Did they that fuck salad. that up? They're, they're not, not in that a real salad. conversation. No, they're not. The, no. So I stare at everyone, and I realize because I used to do extra work how hard it is. It's so hard because they're basically telling you to do everything without making a single sound. So, I've I've never done it because it was too hard for me. It's I, I knew it would be too. I've never been an extra. I, I couldn't do it. do it. Too much. It's the only way I was going to get into acting. I had to get my three SAG vouchers. That's right. So, That's right. So uh, to get to get uh, we see the aftermath. Uh, we only see the aftermath of your brawl, which was great. You just touched on it. Um, yeah. You guys have the aftermath and you tell 
The actor's name is Leo Fitzpatrick. I want to bring this up for a reason. Leo Fitzpatrick played the other prospect on this. Yeah, show. who the fuck was that guy? Where'd he go? He's one of my favorite films ever. It's a New York independent film called Kids. You, you, you talked about this. Yeah. Where did, where did he go? Why didn't he stick around? So I, I'm. He did I, two shows. I looked him up. I didn't even know his name. Okay. Leo Fitzpatrick, one of, the, one of the best New York actors. I bet. Here's what I believe happened. And if Leo's happened to ever listen to this, I would love to know. Um, I believe that they hired the three prospects, which was Filthy Phil, um, Miles, Miles, and Leo, and this kid, whatever that yeah. is. Basically, the deal was one of you is going to go past go, or two of you, or some of you, some of you won't. Leo was the star oh. of them all. Leo is the star. Oh. I mean, he he he, he was the name he, of the he's three. The name. Yeah, he's the guy. But for some reason, the writing didn't. Pre- portray that so i would so maybe guess, he wanted off the show then. i think maybe. he said he wants off i think he said not what i thought i'm gonna take i'm gonna take a run let me be the guy that this doesn't work out for and he did literally put his cut down put his gun down well and see that i just i just wrote down prospect was a total baby laying his gun down let his cut down he was out so, you know, uh, then we cut back to, you know, like I said, Jackson full action figure pose in the look, you know, kicking ass. And after we pass the party, which we just discussed, Hector is tearing up Lumpy's place. He blames it on the Mayans. I thought we were cool with the Mayans. That we, we are. But now because the Mayans, do you remember when Emilio uh, shot that guy or someone got uh, killed in the bathroom? And and they ripped the patch, the president patch off our boy. That was him, yeah. Yeah. Hector. Now they're now Hector's gonna blame everything on the fucking Mayans. So he's he, telling Lumpy it's the Mayans. So it's the Mayans. You it's guys, Mayans. It's the yeah, Mayans. yeah. Fuck you, Mayans. He's going fuck you. But okay. let's let them so, go after Emilio because I'm out. He's out. He doesn't even have a club anymore. We do that guy. a lot on the show, don't we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We took fingers, we make them into one. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. They carve things there, on the there, chest. There's a big A, and then we turn it into a Z. Put blood yeah. on the windows yeah. of the, yeah. the crew. We do that a lot. We're bl- Everybody's blaming. I, they, yeah. Somebody needs to confirm. We need third-party conf- confirmation <laughs> that it was actually the Mayans. Can't take one person. Can't take Lumpy's word for it. So um, after that, he blames on the Mayans. Uh, Tara and Lila, again, like I said, she has okay. a nice little connection scene in the clinic. Talk so, very tough. But before that happened, did you hear what Sorry, I man. heard? Yes! <laughs> did you hear that? They're great. I had to replay it. They didn't really. They, they did. It's great. Come it's on. Great. Do you it's want great. to tell Samley about our opening night on TV with Sarah Pitt? Yeah. Do you- yeah. So, so this is a story I've told a hundred times. Whoever didn't hear this is uh, we do Sons of Anarchy, our first season. And we're pretty stoked about it. Like we're thinking we might have something here. Maybe we have a tiger by the tail. Maybe we don't. We're a bunch of cats. They spent 1.2 million reshooting the pilot. I got to yeah. come on board. Promo got yeah. to come on board. We're going to shoot 13 no matter what. Let's just see how it goes. Yeah. We love each other. We're a family. Maybe maybe we'll work more than one year together. Maybe we'll right. actually be together more than one right. year. And that would be fun, right? Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe our lives as a bunch of character actors who literally – or just, you know, besides a few, you know, Katie was on some TV shows and, you know, Charlie had just done Green Street Hooligans and a few other things, Nicholas Nickleby or whatever, but we were still all just kicking around. Maybe the show will be picked up. I mean, we knew it was picked up. What I mean is well, maybe it'll go past the first season. Right, right. Because a lot don't. Right. 
And we go to air. And on the night we air, September, whatever, whatever year, is the same exact night that Sarah Palin. It was Palin. 2008, the year that McCain was going against Barack yep. in, for the presidency. And McCain announced his VP, his VP on that day of our Tuesday night premiere, yep. Sarah Palin. And everyone was like, who? What? And we had zero ratings because of it. <laughs> I think 14 people saw the show. 14. No and I went, oh, we're not. And I went, well, that's too bad. It's a good show. And people, we just went like that the whole fucking seven years. Didn't stop. But Sarah Palin. So I that, mean, I, I, hope, anyway. I hope he used that reference for that because it's a couple of years later. And I think that that's pretty amazing that he did that. So what we're talking about is when they called Lila's name, she's using a false name. She's using right. AKA. Uh, she uses Sarah Palin. So, which was a nice little, uh, uh, a nod to the fact that we're still around. Um, yeah. okay. And she, and she wasn't sorry to throw that in there. I just had to. Yeah. Throw and here there. we go. We're, we're, we're going into the final slide here. All of us playing cards. We improvise, we improvise, uh, improvise. I, I can't speak anymore. We I, I just, the whole thing. I, I just said nice card playing scene, ad lib extraordinary. The whole thing. There that was, no was the greatest ad lib no shit, maybe of the entire seven years. All of you got to do it. It wasn't just yeah. me or just you or no. Come on. How much fun what was I realized that? is none of those knuckleheads knew how to play cards. No, 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 not a clue. None of them knew how to play. So I was teaching them games. Perlman didn't know. Ronnie didn't know. Ronnie I'm, didn't I'm, really know. No, he didn't know. He wasn't really around because he was doing his scene with Katie. So he was kind of up and down. I'm pretty sure DL never saw his deck of cards before. In his <laughs> <laughs> Ryan was very quiet in that scene. I don't, they're not you know, big not, card plays. Jack's like, Charlie is a giant. He won. Yeah, 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 giant. Charlie's a big yeah. card player. He'll play for two days straight. They that these guys not big card players. So I was there, <laughs> kind of showing them what to do. Um, but here's what I was thinking on that scene. Yeah. Uh, Boone's being the voice of reason. Yeah, I just, know, I just in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Here's what I got. It's amazing how much slower TV shows were just a few years back. Let me tell you what I mean by that. That's a kind of, even though we're playing cards in the background, Gemma's in that kitchen just talking to Bobby. She nods at Clay. Clay gives her a look. Like, it's a slow scene. It's not Yeah, how about that? How about that? It's just letting it breathe, letting it live. And I was like, man. We We don't even have fucking music in the background. We don't even have quick cuts. Nothing. It's real nothing. It's a beautiful guy shot a beautiful master of the two of them. Hardly any close-ups at all. Just let it play. Let it breathe. Take your time and action. You wonder why everybody has anxiety? Because there's no patience, even in our entertainment now. It was just patient. And I was watching it going. So glad you brought that up, Rossi. So Gemma, Gemma, you know, says Clay trusts Bobby more than anyone. That got me a little because I would think he would, she would say, Tig. Why Not anymore. Because bro, it, Bobby. Bobby, for the voice of reason, was the club. For the voice of reason, Jax, Clay, fighting. Tig, taking out freaking Ryan, kills his wife, kills Donna. I've never been the same with Tig or with, with, with Pearl. I'm serious. That whole second season, I'm taking mushrooms. I'm having these flashbacks. I tell Opie I, I, I killed his wife accidentally, but it was really stall. Mm. Clay, and, Clay and Tig. They they'll always, but Bobby was the voice of reason. It's like if you're the king, Clay's the king. You, you're gonna go to your muscle. That's me. Have a cigar. That's me. But voice of reason, 
you're going to go to Bobby. And you think Bobby's second wave after the first nine? You think he came in right after that? I, he, he, was, he had to be the first one. He's the oldest of all of us. Me and Tommy were on that same level. Booney was there. I was a prospect to Clay for sure. Like for sure, early tough guy. I was in the Marines. I mean, I spent a, a year you in the Boone's, Marines. Boone's in there before everybody. I right do. I do. I think he was. I think he was the beginning of the growth of the club in California. I would love to see a timeline. Yeah, that's that's actually really cool if that's true. So the prospect calls off. We already talked about that. We talked about the thing with Leo. I would love to know the story. So now we go to the church. This is the end. Jax is with the priest. He's sitting with Kellen. Um, they want to put a twist. There's the twist. The twist is you'll get your kid back if you do this. Okay, let's talk about that. First of all, and I've I've told you this, and I have I have no qualms about this. Part of the reason why season three for me was a tough one, just a tough one, even though our ratings kicked and, and the acting was fucking it, there, there was just so much the army and the father and the kid and Jimmy and then Sam Bell, and there was just so much going on, right? This scene between the priest and Jax was so needed for me to put it all together. Mm. I all I understood everything that Kurt had done, not necessarily what's going to happen, but the father put it crystal clear to Jax and to Kim Coates, the fan. Yes. And that couldn't have come at a better time. And then, like you just said, and we're going to put a little lime with that vodka instead of lemon. It's going to be lime. Because if you want your son back, he's safe right now. But this is what you're going to do for the church and for us. Because Jimmy's getting too big for his britches. Hello? Right? Here's what's crazy, too, when you think about that. This is why it's so beautiful. You're in a church, first of all. He's a priest, second of all. He's speaking very calmly. But at the same time, he's basically threatening him. I'm so, this is kid. Look at you. Good observation. Right. It's, it's the most beautiful. There's incense. He's got a collar on (laughs) and and he's got the biggest Uzi sitting on his lap that you can't see. And he's ready to use it if he has to, because this is the way it's going to be done. And then what happens at the end with the baby? Yeah. Like what what an outro. What did we talk about that? So, this couple has just been given or adopted. Huh? He lied. He lied. Yeah. The priest lied. The baby's going to go to. They, they know where the baby's going to go, though. If you think for one second, they. I, sure. I think, but I don't think, my, in my mind, I don't think, I think that he was okay with that baby being adopted. Obviously. I think that potentially maybe there was a plan in place to kill everybody i don't know you don't you don't know what's going on in kellen's thing i think that it's amazing that you set the priest up but he's actually the truest villain of the whole thing wow no that's really cool maybe he's think maybe maybe, and and he doesn't know the priest doesn't know the father doesn't know jimmy cosmo doesn't know the writing yet until we get the script maybe he's thinking jacks will go after jimmy and they're all end up killing each other and they'll just wipe each other out jimmy's the problem why would he let the kid get adopted he has the power to tell that orphanage or whatever it is to say that kid, nobody touched him. I don't care if they come in and offer you millions. Can't touch that kid. Yeah. That kid's staying here. You're going to take care of him. No, he has, he wields the power there, but the kid's getting adopted. And I guarantee you, they would never Please. do that without him knowing. 
Please tell me we're doing episode nine next week. I can't get off this rock. Let's stay on the pond. We're doing doing episode nine next week, no matter what. Um, And then uh, when we come back, a lot of people ask, we're taking off for the holidays. We don't take off, Kim. This is, this we're, is we're not going to, we're not, we're not going to take off, but we're, gonna, but but we're not doing an episode next week. That's right. Do you want to tell the peeps what next Wednesday is going to be? Or should we, we gonna surprise gonna or? We're going to have a little chat. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna cut it up a little. Let's, let's have a little chat year in review of reaper, everybody. A, re, a real reaper review. A real reaper year. review of the year. How about that? Uh, how about this? A reaper roundup. <laughs> He knows how tired I am. I just got off a plane. I'll laugh at anything. We're going to do says. a Reaper roundup. Okay, that's enough. All You're right. done. You I cut off. You. I man. love you more. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example. Um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay. Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.